Worshipful brethren, brethren all, welcome to Freemasonry in seven minutes or less. In this episode, we'll be discussing medieval mystery plays and their possible influence upon Masonic ritual. Whilst we've talked about the Hiramic tragedy, the history of guilds, and a little about the old charges, something that we've not talked about is the origin and theatrical aspect of the ritual itself. Whilst there's certainly more than one influence on the dramatic cycles of Masonic ritual, a good place to start examining with regards to a possible origin is the medieval mystery plays. Mystery plays focused on the representation of Bible stories in churches and cathedrals as tableau, which is French for living picture, with accompanying antiphonal song. They told us subjects such as creation, Adam and Eve, the murder of Abel, and the last judgment. Often they were performed together in cycles which could last for days. The name derives from mystery, used in the sense of miracle, but, in, uh, but an occasionally uh, quoted derivation is the ministerium, meaning craft, and so the mysteries or plays performed by the craft guilds. As early as the 5th century, tableau were introduced into sacred services, but the big change came in 1210, when after becoming suspicious of the growing popularity of miracle plays, Pope Innocent III issued a papal edict forbidding clergy from acting on a public stage. This had the effect of transferring the organisations of the dramas to town guilds, after which several changes followed. Vernacular text replaced Latin, and non-biblical passages were added, along with comic scenes, for example, in the Secunda Postorum of the Wakefield Cycle. Each guild would perform a play, often one that was most fitting to their members. So the shipwrights would present the building of Noah's Ark, and the marriage of Cana, where Christ turned water into wine, would be acted out by the Vinters. More morbid associations included the metal pinners nailing Christ to the cross, and the butchers who performed the death of Christ. Very nice. <laughs> there are four complete or nearly complete extant uh, English biblical collections of plays, though these collections are sometimes referred to as cycles. It is now believed that this term may attribute to these collections more coherence than they in fact possess. The most complete is the York cycle of 48 pageants. There, uh, there are also the Townley plays of 32 pageants, once thought to have been a true cycle of plays acted at Wakefield. The Ludus Coventry, now, uh, now generally agreed to be a redacted compilation of at least three older, unrelated plays, and the Chester Cycle of 24 pageants, now generally agreed to be an Elizabethan reconstruction of older medieval traditions. Also extant are two pageants from a New Testament cycle acted at Coventry and one pageant each from Norwich and Newcastle upon time. Additionally, a 15th century play of the life of Mary Magdalene, the Brome Abraham, and Isaac, and the 16th century play of the conversion of St. Paul exist, all hailing from East Anglia. Besides the Middle English drama, there are three surviving plays in Cornish, known as the Ordinalia, performed at St. Piran's Round, which is only a few miles away from my house, and I, I sometimes go walking there, and several cycles uh, exist from continental Europe. These biblical plays differ widely in content. Most contain episodes such as the fall of Lucifer, the creation and fall of man, Cain and Abel, Noah and the Flood, Abraham and Isaac, the Nativity, the Raising of Lazarus, the Passion, and the Resurrection. Other, other pageants included the story of Moses, the procession of the prophets, Christ's baptism, the temptation in the wilderness, and the assumption and coronation of the Virgin. In, cycle, in, in given cycles, the plays come to be sponsored by newly emerging medieval craft guilds. The dramas of the Elizabethan and Jacobean period were developed out of mystery plays, and in York they are still acted out. 
This is an often overlooked part of Masonic history, but it's an absolutely fascinating topic and should definitely be looked into by the listeners. It definitely adds a facet to research into the mysterious early days and origins of the craft. Uh, This is a rather voluminous subject. It's Mm -hmm. it's quite a large one. It's something you've covered in your books. Uh, So do you have anything to add to that, Brother Earnshaw? Um, Yes. um, I think that um, a couple of points. First of all, it wasn't just England, as I mentioned. um, We were talking Mm -hmm. uh, prior. in uh, Europe, the famous of uh, these mystery plays is the Ober Amagal Plaschen mm. play that um, has been held in Bavaria since uh, 16, 1630s or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they played, there's a story about um, the, a certain village in Bavaria called Ober Amagal. And they were able to uh, evade the plague. In fact, they, uh, it's, it's a little bit strange, but um, not. Ev- I think most of the village was decimated except for two couples. And the couples uh, were young and had children and were then able to repopulate the village. That's how the story goes. And uh, to thank um, the Almighty, they put on this passion play every four years or so, every 10 years perhaps. And only people who've been living in the, in the, uh, the, the town for more than some 15 years are allowed to be part of it. It's seen as being a great honor. And six, mm. since 16, whatever, whatever date until just recently, every 10 years they've had this, I think one year during the Second World War, they weren't able to hold the play. Uh, there's a second point which is maybe quite um, appropriate to masonries. I feel that um, in the seven early days of Freemasonry, the Premier Grand Lodge, and then before the um, <clears throat> uh, the when the two lodges, the two Grand Lodges joined in 1813. I think people felt that that was a type of medieval mystery play. Sure, and sure. That's why another aspect that um, also probably saved it from the government uh, closing it down, because um, William Pitt the Younger had introduced in 1790, whatever <laughs> I forget the um, uh, Let's see the Secret Societies Act and the um, was it Secret Oath Act, two acts mm. that um, forbade people to join together in secret societies that laid them under an oath, and only Freemasonry was spared from this um, because, well, at the time we had a um, a royal Grand Master, um, uh, Prince of Wales, who was later in 1820 to be uh, King George IV. But not only that, but I think as, I think they presented it as a mystery play and uh, therefore they were, were exempt from the law. So I think it does, does have a part in the history of Freemasonry, yes, mm. personally. <laughs> Thanks. That, um, mm. that's, that's interesting. I suppose that the, it then opens the rabbit hole of, analyzing the ritual from the point of uh, of, of drama 
and um, that well, that's an enormous rabbit hole because we could also go down the go down the lines of Greek Greek plays, Greek mystery plays, and um, well, that's that's couldn't do that in seven minutes, that's for sure. But it's, yeah, it's, but it, it is as the third degree is dramatic, so I very much so. I think the the first second first and second degree tend to be educational yes. lectures, but the third one is a drama, and uh, I think that has a kind of um, a history of <laughs> probably taken from the medieval um, mystery plays or the miracle mm. plays. Mm. Yes, excellent. And um, what and what what book can we find the information about? Uh. on. <laughs> Um, yes, I was looking for, I forget, um, in, in my book, uh, Spiritual Freemasonry, which is available from Amazon in four volumes. <laughs> Just in time for Christmas. Yes, exactly. Very good. Thank you for the plug. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A great gift for any Mason in your life. Yes. <laughs> yes. Fantastic. I concur. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, I think we'll leave it there. And um, that's some interesting further reading for the listeners. Uh, if you have any emails, if you have any questions, please email us on the link below. We now part on the square and we will meet soon. Thank you and goodbye. Goodbye.